Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Neo the Greatest podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss about God and about having a personal experience with Him. Neo the Greatest simply comes from my last name, which is Neomugawa, meaning God is the great. God is the real deal. And my purpose is to help you discover that God is real, personable, and relatable. So to do that, I have a friend that I've invited who has had an experience with God, a personal encounter with God. And I'll be asking her how she she has experienced God and what it means to have a relationship with God. Ultimately, God is the greatest. God is bigger, better, brighter than anything you've ever experienced. And my hope through this episode is that you will get to have a personal encounter with this personable God. Panache is joining us from Malawi, the warm heart of Africa, and she has a lot to tell about God and about life in general. So I'm excited to have Panache on the show. Panache, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you, James. I'm honored to be on the show today. Yes, uh, honored, honored to have you on the show. How are you doing, first of all? How are you? I'm doing great things. How are you? I am well and excited, as you can tell, about this uh, yes. this episode. Did I do a fair introduction of you? Is there something you'd like to add about yourself? Maybe a little, first of all. I would like to thank you for considering me to be part of this podcast. And as is stated, I'm from Malawi and my name is Panache, but it's not the only name that I have. I actually have four names. It's one of the four names. So whichever mm-hmm. name that you'd love to call me by, I'm okay with it. But my first name is Patience, Natasha, Panache. And then Shakiri Banda. So I have four names and then plus my surname, it makes it five. Wow, five names. That's really something. I only have it, two it really names. Is. Wow, it really is. And maybe just for curiosity's sake, Mpanashe is not a Malawian name. It's, it's a Zimbabwean name, which basically means where God is. That's why I love it so much because... I love the meaning that where God is. Yeah, it just really gives me this happiness to mm-hmm. know that God is where I am. Wow, where God is. Yeah, my Zim friends would wonder where do you get the panache? So I think that's clear. And <laughs> yeah, where God is. That's really a powerful name. And we'll, de- we'll de- delve into it more and more as we proceed. But let's begin from the beginning, right? How did you first come to know God? personally wow good question how did i come to know god i am not i've never been an atheist okay and i am very privileged to be born in a christian family so mm. i could say that i came in contact with god even before i was born yes that's true <laughs> yes because my mom is she's a praying woman and Mm-hmm. She's the one that really tried to shape me and to lead me into knowing Christ a lot, even when I did not want to be part of different church issues. So mm-hmm. I could say that as a kid growing up, Christianity hasn't really been a problem for me because 
would always go to church, would always go to church functions, would always attend everything that was related to church. Although deep down inside, sometimes I did not really like it, but say I've met God at a really young age before I even knew what God meant. That's really good. Now there's knowing God through contact. Like I imagine, mm-hmm. remember the story of Jesus, he's walking and many people are in contact with him. But it's only mm-hmm. the woman that touches Jesus that experiences mm-hmm. that healing. So yes. where was the transition for you from just nominal, you know, contact to actually impactful encounter? When did that happen for you? All right. I think maybe that question should maybe cover most of my adulthood life from mm. where I started knowing what is right and what is wrong. Well, I think maybe that must be okay it's been an on and off thing sometimes mm-hmm. the first time when I actually got convicted to know Christ deeply and to do according to what he told me to do was when I was 15 years old wow yes tell us more about that time what happened okay about that time I was going through a really difficult time. Mm. It was back in high school. So I it's a long story, but I'll try to cut it short because of time. But at that time I had to transition from being a naughty girl, a girl mm. who was just part of the bad company at school. So my parents they really got tough on me. Mm. And then they had to make me repeat and they had to change a lot of things that were wrong in my life and so at that time I was really confused because wrong in my eyes was right thing to be forced into doing things that I didn't really want was just like a turn off and it made me distance myself from the world and i just got enclosed in a space and then i didn't have to find god but god had to find me so mm. during those hardest times when i did not have any friend because i was ridiculed for the decision of repeating form 3 so my friends were just finding it to be a joke and stuff yeah that was probably it must be grade yeah grade 11 for some of you that don't use forms but yeah it was informative my friends pretty much isolated me so at that time god found me and i also found him So yeah that's when I started having that conviction to follow God and to to actually get to have him in my life and impact my life. Amen. Amen. That's really encouraging. God found you and then you found him. It's really interesting analogy because the scriptures say that mm-hmm. we didn't choose him, he chose us. And yes. it also says we love him because he first loved us. He first loved us. Yes. So this whole journey to God is really a journey of God to us if you think about it. It's really God's relentless pursuit for each one yeah. of us and he is working day and night trying to pursue us. It's really amazing because when you respond to that pursuit, everything just sinks. So God finds you and now you find him. It's really amazing. Amen. Now you find God and you see things differently, you have a different experience. What did you do to prioritize 
your relationship with God? Or how did your relationship with God look like from that time onward? God was first in my life. Before the conversion, the deep conviction that I had, mm. I never really used to go to church back at mm. school. I never really followed what my parents told me. I wasn't that kid that prays. I was just that kid that lived by feeling. What I thought felt good is what I did because basically my life has just been centered around trying to find a place where I'm accepted for mm. who I am because I was really going through a lot, a hard time to find acceptance. So me trying to be and act like the people of the world was just me trying to fit in, mm. fitting in the crowd. So it was actually working. Everybody liked me back then because I was just literally doing what people told me to do. I remember back then when I just went to secondary, I was 10 years old when I was transitioning from primary education to secondary. And so people used to tell me a lot that I looked like a guy. And I believed it and I was acting like a guy. And for some reason, it got me so much attention and I loved it because I never really got that attention. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like a good thing because I felt accepted. So that's why I derailed into the path where the people, the common people tried to rail me into. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what really made me what I was. And then that's when, as I explained previously, that when I now started advancing, my parents could notice my behavior was not the way it was. And so they made efforts to try and make me repeat because my performance wasn't that good too. So, mm. yeah, that's what basically happened. Makes sense. Makes sense. And God is really amazing and loving. And he just makes a way for us even when we are pretty much mm-hmm. lost. And yes. I want to hear of any specific moments or experiences after all this has happened where you said, now I understand God differently. An experience you went through that changed your understanding of who God is dramatically. I'd love to hear about right. that. Okay, thank you for asking. I understood this when I wrote my national certificates, secondary exams. I surprisingly was the second highest at my school. And it wasn't just being the highest, but I passed remarkably. Why do you say surprisingly? Because I wasn't an A student and... I was that kid who was just in the background, who never really had confidence in herself. For me, I've just literally learned and grown up thinking that there's nothing good about me and there's Mm. nothing that God can do for me. Because back then in primary two, I used to go through a lot of bullying and not physical, but mental. My teacher used to tell me that I was going to be a bar girl because she said I was going to be a bar girl. Just because my uniform was torn, Mm. I back then 
there was a lot that was happening at home. I was usually staying with my dad alone because my mom had to like travel because my brother was sick, my late brother. So mm. I was usually taking care of myself and I was really young and so I didn't really understand why some other things were happening. But mm. then this woman would really treat me as if I was just some piece of garbage and mm. some people would just laugh at me and stuff. And I never really had confidence in myself. Never thought that I would ever be any student who would one day be set as an example. I yeah. just feel like, you know, nothing is good about me, then let me just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so after all this, once I repeated, getting to discover my capabilities in my academic work, I discovered that I can actually do more than what I thought I could. I remember saying these exact words when I got my results mm-hmm. and I said while tears were dropping down my face and I said so is this where trusting God takes you mm. and then I cried out in praise and I prayed I was like you know what God thank you so much there's so many things that I didn't understand that were happening but then you did this for a reason God is able to do what's exceedingly than what we can expect so it That's was right. at this moment this was 2018 at the end of 2018 i think this is when we got our results and so this is when i realized and i praised god for everything that i went through and i realized that it was all for my good and it was all pointing me straight to god all the broken roads that i went through wow that's really deep and i think right here we should insert something to be said about the power of words because at school you were told you cannot do anything and mm-hmm. you can't be anything somehow you, you believed it right what do you have to say about someone who's going through something similar right now how should they navigate that right first of all i don't believe in the words that people say that there's someone who's dumb out here in the world god has created us with incredible capabilities that's right and he's given us a brain and the brain is an incredible complex organ mm-hmm. that comprises of uncountable nerves that run inside our body and our brains and these are all things that god has placed in us and to how much we use them is how much we know our capabilities. So mm-hmm. that one person who feels like they are dumb and they cannot achieve anything will hear it from me. Mm-hmm. God is able to do just what he said. Amen. James chapter 1 says that if any of you is lacking wisdom, let him ask God. Amen. For God will supply your need. You may delay And actually I believe that things that you hardly get in life are things that you hardly lose. Mm. And things that you easily get in life are things that you easily lose. Wow. So delays are not denials. Just because mm. you think you're being delayed in your life it does not mean that God is silent. But God sometimes chooses to be silent so that he wants you to learn. And in that moment, instead of you asking God to give you what you really want, you can ask God, can you change me, make me different, make me a better person? And what can I learn from this situation? Instead of asking or pushing God to give us what we think we really need at that time, but we can instead ask God to help us to see what we can do. 
and never give up mm. don't you ever accept defeat in your life we are always learning every day and i believe that to be a winner you have to lose wow a lot a lot not just a little bit not just a little bit it's not about how many times you fell but about how many times you caught up right you would fall a thousand times but just one rise is going to make all the falls useless wow and you can feel inferior just because you're seeing people have a life ahead of you but that's their pathway and you can't compare their pathway to yours mm-hmm. instead just think god that god is working and giving whatever those people ask for that's their own time just wish them well don't have that bitterness inside of you but mm-hmm. rather have that faith and believe it and know that okay this is also going to fall in place when god sees its best always remember that god always saves the best for last Wow, amen, amen. That's really encouraging. Really a mouthful really. And I'm not going to comment on that. I was just let everything sink in and soak in. So, Panache, as we get closer to our conversation today, I want to know how do you find support and community in your walk with God in your journey to discover God? How do I find support? Or do you do it all alone? <laughs> no, not really. I think Christianity shouldn't be a selfish thing. Christianity is more or less like a magnet and we humans are like irons. And just yeah. once you're a Christian, you become a magnet and you attract all these irons around you. Right. And so I am not alone. I have a lot of people that we work together with different things, ministering in different ways. and also my family too i am glad that my family is christian based and deeply rooted in that and so that's how i basically find my support because yeah the people that surround me specifically most of them are from the same the faith base of course i do have some people in my in my community that may not support But then you can't always have people that agree to what you do. What really matters at the end of the day is that you aligning your work to the will of the Lord. Wow, amen. And I love the point you just brought up as well. The unsupporters, how do you deal with them? Those who don't support. I don't do anything. You sometimes you don't have to react or respond. Mm. Well, When you look at Christ during the time when he was taken to be questioned. Right. And Christ never really responded much. He just stayed silent. Because Christ knew that even responding would not really change the mind of was it Pilate is it was it Pontius Pilate. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So I think we we shouldn't always respond we shouldn't always re- react to things that are not aligned to what we're doing that are not in support but rather we can just really look at it and give back love instead of hate wow that's really good 
Love your enemies. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Sounds like yes, it's from the Bible, amen. right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> amen. Amen. So amen. there's this thing about discovering God, and we did touch on really we are not the ones who are discovering God. In a sense, God is the one on a journey to save us and to bring us back to himself. So yes. he's the one who's playing the most active role. And something happens when you discover God. When you yes. discover God, it's when you truly discover who you are because without God, who is the creator, the manufacturer of humans cannot understand who they are without God. So, yes. my question to you is, in discovering God, who have you discovered yourself to be and what is your calling and your purpose? Wow, good question. What is my purpose? What have I discovered? From early childhood, I've always loved singing. Mm. And specifically for God. And mm. so in my journey, I discovered that, of course, there are times when I actually decided to be a rock star. <laughs> for real? <laughs> yes, I really wanted to be a pop star, a rock star. But... As I advanced, as I was growing, I learned that I need to dedicate my talents to God. So mm. in simple terms, I sing. I'm a writer too. I write poems and I love writing articles too, based on what my journey has been like. But unfortunately, I've never really uploaded any on the internet I just usually keep them, but maybe I'm planning to have a blog where I can put them up. Can't um, wait for that. <laughs> I can't wait too. And I also, what do I do? I also like talking a lot. Yes, so, as we can see. <laughs> and so I really like sharing my story, witnessing to people right. that are my friends and people that are around me. I'm always the type of person who, okay, you are at a gathering and nobody wants to preach and nobody wants to go in front and just give out the story. I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> I'll do it <laughs> for you. Don't worry. I got I'll, this. Yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the preaching. I'm going to take the music, everything. Don't worry. I'm also going to be the chair. Don't worry. If you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's mostly what. I have discovered about myself. I think, yeah, mainly these are the sides of me that I discovered in my journey. Mm -hmm. And I'm really good at chatting with people. It's not really hard for me to start up a conversation with a stranger. Right. And you actually think that I know the person since <laughs> they were born, but hopefully I've just met them like <laughs> two seconds ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah. So I think those are the things that God has blessed me with. Amen. Amen. And speaking about amen. purpose, it's really within us all, ingrained in our culture, in our bodies, mm. what we are supposed to do, carry out as a purpose. So you would think yes. of anything really, like a cell phone, for example. By looking at mm -hmm. its design, you can tell mm -hmm. its purpose, right? Yes. Similarly, when you look at every organ of your body, it has a purpose. Yes, of course. And that purpose is ingrained in its structure. For example, mm -hmm. the ear, right? It's like a mm -hmm. dish 
for collecting information. Yeah. <laughs> for trapping sound waves and stuff like that. What fascinates me is oh the biggest question I ask myself is if every organ of my body has a purpose then how come mm-hmm. I myself the whole thing the whole organism don't have a purpose doesn't make sense right so yeah, the reason why we want to journey with God and discover God is because that's the only way we are going to know what our purpose yeah. is in this life yeah. and yes. beyond as well indeed all right so I was going to ask you to recite one of your poems. Would you like to do that for us? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We want to test and see if you're a true poet or not. <laughs> right. Okay. You can also find my poems on my YouTube channel. Um, right. Probably. You're going to share the links, James. Yes, links in the description and everywhere. All right. Okay. I'm going to be reciting a poem titled "Tired of Pretending That Everything Is Okay." I wrote it back in 2018. Okay. Behind scenes of compressed smiles is a broken human. A choreography of heart-rendering thoughts, questioning my existence every day, failing to speak my mind, seeking for peace, but peace seems to cease. Empty I feel, but filled I am. Looking good to all the people, white inside have lost my way. Repressed truth, feelings to impress the world, but a world that doesn't impress me. Tired of the secret scenes I hide, fired from spring tide. When they say it, it's a cold world, they truly meant people are waxing cold. But who am I without Christ? The only name to which salvation is found. I remember saying I believed, but I didn't because it was the only thing to do. Always taking your love for granted. And yes, I am tired of pretending that everything is okay. Only you know the true ways, dear Lord. Search me, know me, and create in me a heart of peace. In the mind, no, a heart of gold in the mind of peace. I forgot even the last part. It's okay. But yeah, that's how it, that's how it goes. Wow, I love it. I love the poem. I'm sure people who are listening love it too. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and also all the links to her work and her channels and online presence will be shared in the description. Thank you, James. Thank you. You are welcome. Now, discovering God is an interesting uh, experience because no man has seen God at any time. Yes. But the Bible says Jesus he has declared him. So we cannot fully discover God or fully know him right now because God is infinite. We can only see a little bit. <laughs> As in a glass, right? Just a mirror yeah. version of it. But and so what that means actually is that discovering God is a is an eternal process because God is eternal. So it takes time. You cannot say Now I think I've fully discovered God. Amen. No you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Discovering yes. God is a daily thing. So, I'm curious to know what are you looking forward in the future in terms of where do you want to take your journey with God to? What's the next step that you are, you want to take in your journey with God? I want to get on higher grounds with God. I want to experience God more and I want to make more friends with Jesus throughout the whole world, not just in Malawi, but mm. I want to be able to reach the places where you can't even reach. Wow. 
through different means mm-hmm. be it media be it whatever but i just want to connect with the people throughout and to tell them that jesus is coming soon and he loves them yes well, i love that Thank higher you. ground and reach more more people make more friends for jesus and isn't that wonderful that what jesus is really looking for if you think about it is not followers but he's looking for friends yes friends not followers mm-hmm. cuz it's easy to just follow someone on on <laughs> on instagram you yeah. know their friends <laughs> Thousand followers, but yet you barely even talk to them. That's right. That's right. So Jesus doesn't allow following. His social media doesn't have follow. It just has yeah. friend. That's true. And you remind me. Some day I was so depressed and I was crying, and mm. I picked up my phone and I went through my contacts, and I'm like, okay, who can I talk to? Mm. And I went through. I have. Over six hundred contacts. How and I went through all of them. Six hundred. Wait, let me check Con- mine. Six <laughs> hundred. And so, six hundred genes. <sighs> and I, I scrolled through, and I couldn't even find a person to talk to. Out of six hundred. And I was out of six hundred. And never mind. I have a thousand. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I couldn't even find a person to talk to. I couldn't even find a person to talk to. Hmm. Because I just there's just something about Christ that he can't be replaced with anything. Hmm. He can't. That's no matter deep. how close you are to someone, but there's some things that a human there's some sorrow that the human bomb cannot be able to soothe. It's only hmm. Christ who can heal those parts of the heart. Wow. That's honestly that's really deep and relevant because it's so easy to when you're going through a hard time mm. to just depend on human structures and systems and friends and people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And God is usually the last option. And yet there are things that only God can heal. Some wounds in yes. this life only God can heal. Exactly. That's true. That's true. So, in closing, can you offer any advice or encouragement to those seeking to have a deeper experience with God, to go on higher grounds just as you want to? All right. Thank you. Pilgrim. Progress? Do we know what a pilgrim? <laughs> no, not the... Oh, you've read that book before? I haven't, but this month that's my 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 goal to read that book and going to love it you're going to love it it's a nice book yeah the word pilgrim means a sojourner right a person who's on a journey and that's what we are but pilgrim based it's a christian based term who's on a journey we are strangers here we're traveling on the narrow way and a narrow way is not a comfortable way no it's a way that is full of uncomfortability and by the looks of it when everybody looks at the way it looks ridiculous to make a decision to travel on the narrow way because the implication is why would you choose to suffer when you can choose the wide way right 
So the thing that makes the person who's choosing the narrow way and the wide way different is that the person on the narrow way is choosing affliction mm. over comfortability. Wow. But that faith in their mind, knowing that they're pressing on, they're not staying in the way. Mm. They're going to a place and that's the only way, the straight and narrow way is the only way through which we can get to heaven. God has one way and which is Jesus Christ. Amen. My friend, my dear friend, do not be afraid to embrace your Christianity. Mm -hmm. Do not be afraid to tell the world about the soon and coming king. Do not be afraid to rejoice and find pleasure in the way of this narrow way by finding friends for Jesus. It brings so much joy to help somebody yeah. finding God. It brings so much joy than going out and wasting yourself, drinking, fornication, things like that. Mm. There's so much joy. There's so much joy that it brings. So in our path to discovering God, let us be humble and receive what God wants us to receive. Mm. And at the same time, let us always keep it in mind that our journey in the narrow way is not a selfish journey. Christianity is not about selfishness. It's not about I. Mm. It's not I, but what? But Christ. Christ. Yeah. Right. Christ, only Christ. So it's a whole other process. I am still in the journey. We are still traveling and we're still pressing on. No matter how many times we fall down to sin or to temptation, let us always remember that there's a Father who is calling us, who wants us to be with Him in eternity. And I think many of us do not understand the depth of eternity. Mm. That's why we take it so lightly. And so, my dear friend, the last thing that I can say is that always have devotions. Okay. Because I cannot, okay, me and James know each other because we talk. I thought you were going to say because of devotions. <laughs> no. <laughs> me and James know each other because we talk. You That's and your right. best friend are best friends because you talk. And you have uh -huh. time where you share your emotions at mm. your lowest, at your highest that's what makes the link of sympathy between you guys. And if you don't have that link of sympathy between you and Christ, then you won't really fathom or understand what it is like to be in Christ. Right. Because to be in Christ is to be in friendship and in harmony with the divine agencies. Through devotion, we learn his purpose, his will. We learn more and more about Christ. And the more we know Christ, the more we die to ourselves. Wow. The more we actually get to know that we're miserable, the more we know that our self-freshness is as filthy rags. Yeah. And I was startled to know that the actual translation of rags was a very bad, allow me to say it, but it was a very bad translation. Okay. In, in the original text, it meant the filthy clothes which women use for menstruation wow 
I don't know if that's true, but I heard it from some preaching. And you can search it up. But in the original translation, that's what it meant. And so if God is actually comparing self-righteousness to such filthy things, that means there's nothing that we can do in ourselves to become righteous, no matter how much we try. Yeah. So the only way we can obtain salvation and righteousness is through Christ. In Christ yes. only Christ. And so in our journey of discovering God... We are going to be happy and content, not just the temporary happiness, but the happiness that is inexplicable. It, the deep it goes joy. beyond the deep joy, the mm. joy that you have tears in your face. Things are rough, but you know that mm. God loves you and it stops the tears coming out. That's that type right. of joy. Yeah. Not the joy where you have to depend on weed to make you high and then the next moment you need to get weed again. No. Wow. There is peace. And my friend, wherever you are, wherever I am, God is going to work with us there until we press on to the last day of his coming. And it is my prayer that I see. Uh, So heaven has enough space for us all. Yeah, everybody. Everybody who was, whoever existed or even before they existed, everybody who existed in the world has a place in heaven but our decisions are what decide our destiny oh so, yeah yeah that's what i can say james yeah well you said a lot i'm still processing everything but i'll start from what you said last going back to what you said first <laughs> yes please i love how you ended there's enough space in heaven it reminded me of a song it's called there's a place for you i uh, by one of my favorite acapella groups fishers of men and when you say that it just came in my mind i'll probably put it in the background here so people can hear but it's amazing there's a place for every one of us yeah and one more thing yeah like the thing about following jesus you're not always excited right so you don't depend on dopamine for following jesus and having him as a friend but it's something deeper than dopamine i don't know what we can call it deeper than dopamine I'll just leave it at that. It's a deeper than dopamine experience. That peace and tranquility and peace and joy that you have. That calm during the storm. That's the experience that Jesus provides. And you can't find that anywhere. So that's why we're calling you guys to have a deeper experience with him. Speaking about devotion, when you said it, it made me realize. So when Jesus says, pray without ceasing or pray and watch so that you don't fall into temptation he's Mm. not saying it to just give us another list of chores to do yes he's saying it because it's the only way we can communicate with him and get to know him more so that's an interesting perspective amen amen well panache where god is i learned something today i didn't know that's what it means actually maybe you told me but i forgot where God Probably. is. I told you. You did? Yes, I did. I remember I did. Wow. Hope that for those of you here listening, our audience, that you get to experience where God is, right? Yes, where God is. Where God is. That's where there's peace. That's where there's joy and life and purpose. Now, where God is not, there's problems. There's the sadness, opposite, the counterfeit. The counterfeit. There's depression and death. 
but where God mm. is, there's life and meaning and fulfillment. And, the, and there's no fear in death too. Amen. There's no fear where God is because God is love. Yes. Amazing. I hope you guys were able to learn something about experiencing God. And I hope that this will help you as you start your year to have a deeper mm-hmm. experience with God. Panache, do you want to add something else or do you want to ask me any questions? Not really, but I would just like to thank you once again for featuring me here. I've never done this and I was quite a little bit nervous to do this, but So you were nervous, huh? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you told me you're not nervous, but okay. Okay, it's a little bit it's a little bit nerve cracking to know that it's going to be heard by quite a few number of people. I, yeah. I didn't know there's some things that maybe I never really rephrased properly, but all in all, um just look on the positive side of what I've said and I may not be that perfect. As Christ always says, could he be perfect mm-hmm. as your father is perfect in heaven? So let's strive to be and let's press on. And my theme of last year and this year is redeeming the time and oh, keep on keeping. I love that. Redeeming the time and keep on keeping on. Yo, that's deep. We should do another episode on that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'll be glad to be. Redeeming yeah, the time. Good. And mm. you've seen before, I, I put it on my status once. <laughs> ah, now I see where it's coming from. KO, KO means keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And then RT squared is redeeming the time. <laughs> Yo, this is our theme this year. RT squared, redeeming the time. <laughs> and keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Wow, I relate more with the uh, redeeming the time because it's in the Bible. <laughs> redeeming the time keep on keeping on is just the same as press on ah press on press on is in the bible right yeah paul talks about press on towards the goal towards the place yes yes Yes. to towards the high price of our high calling yes deep stuff (laughs) all right would you like to pray for us and just talk to your friend in heaven god to bless us and yeah yeah it's a pleasure i will awesome okay let us pray father we love you so much and you love Mm. us more than we love you Mm. Father, we did not really expect that we would manage to do this there were so many difficulties but through it all you've seen and you've still made a way We'd like to say thank you for that. Lord, we are imperfect in our speech, in our everything. But God, you see beyond that that, and you see far more. And Lord, we'd like to say thank you for loving us even when we weren't supposed to be lovable. Dear God, to all the listeners that are listening today, everybody might be going through different types of problems and trials and temptations mm. in all of those things that they're going through that I am going through that James is going through that everyone is going through mm. may your glory mm. be seen 
And may you help us to learn what you want us to learn throughout the storm. Remind us of who we are every time when we feel like we're worthless. Teach us to search you more and to witness to the world that you live inside of us. Father, until we have another, or maybe not, but continue leading us and guiding us. Well, this is a humble prayer, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray and believe in Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being with us this far. I hope you learned something and I hope that this helps you get closer to God. That was it for today and I hope to see you in another episode of Neo the Greatest. <laughs>